anyways, um, yeah, so I've been wingmanning for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, I've done this long distance. Uh-huh. I've done it all over the place to random people. I've done it, and I've, I'm, it's, I'm telling you, it's unfair because I'm a magician. So I haven't met anyone that's better than me yet. He has not done this for me. Half of me wants to believe you, but the other half doesn't. The other half doesn't? Okay. Yeah, so um, I've been doing wingman stuff since I was like five, dude. This is Mindful Meets Messy, the podcast. Hello and welcome back to Mindful Meets Messy. My name is Jonah Price in the studio with Carlos Mendoza and we are talking about relationships. I was giving you a little bit of background of my wingman skills because uh, it's Valentine's week. So this is this is how I see wingmanning is that there are th- like three or four basic things that you need to do mm-hmm. as a wingman to make something happen. The first is introduction. Right, you need to walk up t- to people and get them to connect. So you have to introduce stranger to stranger. After you've introduced stranger to stranger, you've got to make them feel like they've known each other forever. Now, after you've done that, the last part is making a moment. Without a moment, you have not sealed the deal. You have not made anything happen. And magicians can constantly make a moment. Now, someone just commented on our Facebook, said, wingman like a third wheel. Um, no. Wingmanning is not a third wheel. The reason is, is you have to know when to leave. You are never the third wheel. You are simply the connection between two people. Question. Who is the third wheel worse for? Is it the person being the third wheel, or is it the two people experiencing the time with a third person? Now, see, that all depends on the situation uh-huh. that they are in. See, if you invited the third wheel along, it's worse for the third wheel. If the third wheel happened to join your couple, that's when it's the couple's problem. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I think, oh, man, I'm so curious about that. I, and now I'm starting to think of if I've ever been a third wheel. Uh, yeah, I've definitely been a third wheel, but has it ever been bad for them? It's never been bad for me because I never make a situation awkward. So, yeah, if it hasn't been bad for you, it's definitely been bad for them. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Really? <laughs> that, that's not a true statement. I think you can hang out with your friends that are – um. And you're totally third wheel if you're friends with both of them. Uh huh. Yeah, you're not a third wheel. You're not a. I, I don't if think if you're that's friends a, with both. If of you're them. friends with both of them uh-huh. and you're fr- and you were friends with them as a couple. See now, here's where it gets really weird. I think is if you're friends with one of them, and friends with the other one of them, and then they became a couple. That's when things can I feel like can get kind of weird because then spatial cues are all thrown out of whack. Oh, I kind of want to experiment this. I kind of want to go out and just mess with people now and just be a horrible third wheel. Oh, you just want to be a horrible third That's messed up. Yeah. But I, do. I totally feel like that's something we should do for uh, my next podcast. You know what? I'm just going to ask you. Go ahead. How many people have you dated? How many people have I dated? Yes. Okay. Can you count them? Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. I... I actually, so every experience that I've had dating has always been a, a, a serious relationship. So, had, so, so you're saying serious broken heart status right here? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, always. No. Just for everyone that knows that knows me knows that I'm a, I'm a romantic. Um, See, that's funny because you're a romantic. I'm a hopeless romantic. <laughs> that means that means you're never gonna have a girlfriend <laughs> pretty much that's what that means <laughs> no 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 i'm sure there's a girl out there you know what 
all the ladies out there, show uh, show Jonah some love because <laughs> he's feeling a little hopeless. So uh, go ahead, send him your love. Tell him that there's a way out there. there there's a light for him out there. Um, but yeah, no man. Every every relationship I've ever been in has been has been a serious relationship. Uh, there was one in high school, um, my high school sweetheart. Um, first time I ever fell in love. It was awesome, awesome, awesome relationship. Um, after that, I had uh, another serious relationship in in college. I, I like how you're telling me what the relationships are when all I asked was for was a number. That's all I asked for. You, oh, hey, you, man, these, these obviously were you, really you, serious relationships. You, oh, yeah. These oh, mean man, a lot to me, man. Obviously. Yeah. Because you're like, wait, no, no. I got to explain everything. Like, this was so important to well, me. Well, I guess I'm passionate like, about you, it. You are. Yeah. You are so passionate right now. I'm a very passionate person. Um, so that's two. That's two. And then another one after that second one that was actually on and off for, for about five years. There you go, three. Uh, because that was a long distance one. Um, so that was three, three serious long-term relationships. Mm. And then in between I've, I've dated and I've dated casually, but that's just not my jam. It's just not your jam. Yeah. I'm not a casual dater. Hmm. Interesting. Which is not to say I don't like having fun. Oh yes, you do. You do have fun. I have, I have, I, have, I, mean, my, you have, I have my spurts of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> You don't have to. I'm not you going. Don't have to. I don't think I'm going. No comment. Moving on. Um. Yeah. So. Um, why do you ask that? Why? Why? Why are you interested in how many? I don't know. I just thought. It's just thought that make a great, dated. great conversation. Yeah. And my 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 tickle your fancy like to kind of get you egged on well, a little bit. I kind of feel like I need to ask you now. Oh, you have to ask me. Yeah. How many relationships I mean, I've been in? How many relationships have you been? Ooh, in? How many Jonah? relationships do you th- did you think when you first met me? How many relationships were you like? That guy does it. Like he's pimping all the time. Like what was your? <laughs> what was your? Let's, let's figure out what you thought. You know what? Uh, actually, I just hold, I just got a message from uh, from Bola, one of our viewers. Um, All right, let's get to that Instagram, first. Instagram, and she said, "Carlos, you are such a hopeless romantic. I've seen it at <laughs> SF State. <laughs> what? Oh. Bola? Wait, so, so I think." I think you were just called out. <laughs> I was called out. Bola, go ahead and message me on Facebook and let's get to the bottom of this. I, I need to know more. And if you can, you if you can call in, but just call in. Like just call yeah, 760-855-5601. And I want to hear more about this. <laughs> at SF State, you were, you were chilling around F- SF State when you are just like... I mean, I don't know. At SF State, I, my, I think it was my second and a half or third year where I got into my, my serious relationship. But uh, oh, uh, all right. Yeah, but, but she already knew it was hopeless before you even got into it. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, Bola, the shade. you have you have to call in now, Bola. Yeah, we have to talk about this. That was like too. That was too shady to not address. Yeah. It's like when you're in pitch black, and you're like, "Why am I here? We need to figure out why I'm in pitch black all of a sudden out of nowhere." <laughs> message on Facebook pops up, and I'm in a. I'm in a dark room where oh, I can only man. hear my heartbeat. I'm going to get embarrassed. I know I am. Is that what's about to happen? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to get embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. So how, yeah, how many did you think I had? What were you thinking? Uh, Joe and I, when I first met you, I definitely thought you're a very approachable guy. You're a very um, outgoing dude. And uh, um, I could say as a comfortable man, you know, you're, you're a pretty good looking guy. So I don't know. I I also we have similar personalities. So I just assumed because we have similar qualities, you also had the tendency to have more serious relationships mm. as opposed to being casual. So the funny thing is, I have so, a, I have a lot of serious relationships that aren't romantic. 
Meaning that, so I kind of nailed it. I haven't, I haven't been in a romantic relationship ever. Mm. Like that's that's the thing, and it's funny because a lot of people are surprised about that. Like I'll ask people like, oh, so how many do you think I've been in? And they'll be like, oh no, um, I don't, I don't know, like maybe fifteen. I'm like, whoa, that's a that's a a high, that's a high number. Just throwing that out. Relationships, what? Fifteen? Fifteen? Yeah, I got fifteen once. That was like the highest I got though. Wait, are there people out there that? Have been in 15 relationships? I don't know, man. I don't know. I really don't know how it works because obviously I haven't been in a serious relationship ever. Um, the so that's your answer. That's the first time you're answering. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been. I actually answered that like just seconds ago. Oh, wow. But I missed just, it. I, t- I totally went over your head. It was subtle. It was. I, I know. I just threw wow. it under the radar like that. Mr. Mr. Miyagi again, man. Ooh. <laughs> You ninja that one, dude. I you did. ninja that I totally one. was trying to, wow, and you so, just stopped me again. So, yeah, dude. When you when you first told me that you only had, that you that, that you never had a serious relationship, that kind of blew my mind because I assumed that you had, had at least, you know, a, a handful of serious relationships just like me. You know what? I think I think a few things happened for me. I mean, first first one I tried to have, like the first serious one. So there was one that I tried to have and it just didn't work because I didn't know what I was doing. I was 14 and, you know, things just, you know, when you're 14, you don't know what the heck you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, So that just kind of disintegrated into nothing. And then the next one when I was about 16, that was something we tried to work out for about two years and it did not work. And that man, that was uh, that was hard. Elaborate on that. All right, so sixteen, you know, I saw this girl in a show, and uh, when I walked through the doors for the very first time, it was like, it was that, uh, it was that golden hour, right? So it was just, it was just bad for me, man. Mm-hmm. Being a hopeless romantic, it was just bad. I had it bad. I got the bug so bad. So it was golden hour. and um, she was there. I opened the door, and boom, she was there in the light. Uh, I remember she was wearing a tie-dye shirt, walked in, and I was like, she, that's it. She's it. Like, I had no, there There were other beautiful girls in that show. That's the one. And it was like, that Your was the one. Your jaw dropped yeah. to the floor, didn't it? And um, I didn't even know what to do. And she tried to talk to me, and I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying to play it cool. Mm. And I didn't even know what cool was. <laughs> <laughs> and so then this other girl came up to me, and she was like, I was doing a magic trick for I forget why. Um, and she goes, I'm going to, I'm going to like you. And I was like, what the? And so that was a different girl saying that to me as I was already into this other girl, like within the first few minutes of meeting her. Um, wow. And so that, that happened. And there was a lot that happened in that specific show, but I didn't realize till afterwards because I hadn't, I wasn't paying attention. I was paying attention to that one girl. And at the end of that show, she made sure she got my contact information and then she called me and i was like no why would you do that i don't know like i told her that like i ah, man and i told my friend so my friend was like hey you know um i'm not gonna mention her name she's married now and it's the whole thing but um my friend was like hey so uh so why don't you go out with uh Jan, I'm gonna call her Janet for now. Okay. Why don't Why don't you go out with Janet? And I'm like, well, you know, I've got like things at home that I'm dealing with. There's so many things that I'm dealing with right now. Like, I don't want to put someone else into that. Um, I said, you know what? If she If she tells me that she likes me, then you know what? I will I'll let her know. But just I'm not gonna. And so during the show, 
during the show, this girl comes up to me and is like, hey, so do you like anyone in the show? And we had to go right back on stage. So I go back on stage, right? And I come back off and I go, I use these smooth words, right? Here we go. I'm looking at her. That's what I said. I said, I'm looking at her though. And there was an echo in the room. And there was apparently. an echo in the room. It just it just resonated <laughs> off into space. And um Yeah. Uh so after that she had called me. I missed her call. I called her back. Mm-hmm. Um she missed my call. She called back. My parents picked up and they goes, Hey, so someone called you and I'm like and I called her and she finally picked up, right? And um, we were just talking, dude. We were just talking, and I was in another show, and I played a song for her over the phone, and uh, my parents pulled me aside after the phone call and was like, hey, so uh, you played a song for this girl over the phone. Uh, You know what that usually means, right? And like, I don't know what it means. What are you talking about? I don't know social cues. What are you talking about? Uh, well, do you like her? And I'm like, well, you know, just like, we're friends. I mean, and I play songs for all my friends, so that's all I was doing. And then it came to a point where... Um, I remember this distinctly, and my dad's going to hate me that I'm going to say this right now. Um, <laughs> so I just remember telling my dad, we're in the car, and he's driving me to school. And he goes, hey, you know, it's it's okay. It's okay if you like a girl. And I was like, yeah, dad. Like, I, I like her. I really like her. And he goes, he goes like, that's good, son. It's good to know you're not gay. <laughs> And the honest truth is he probably will never admit that he said that. He will probably never admit because he probably doesn't remember. But I, I think I had my dad on edge because I was doing a lot yeah. of theater. And so, like, he just he just wanted he wanted a son, you know? And uh, when I finally was like, yeah, dad, I like a girl. He was like, yes, my son. He said, tomorrow we're playing football. <laughs> right? Uh, because soccer wasn't <laughs> enough. No, um, soccer and basketball. Um, I was I was playing multiple sports. Yeah, dude. that's good. That's I was good. I multiple sports. But that one. Oh, so that one even goes on though. Like that wasn't even it. Like I thought that would be it. And so we were talking, right? We were talking over the phone, and I call her one day, and I actually wrote a song about this. But I was calling her one day, and she's like, "Yeah, um, things are okay." And I'm like, "Something's wrong." I'm like, "This is the end of it. I know it." And she goes, "Yeah, um." She emails me. Yeah, I'm kind of dating someone right now, and it kind of just happened. I'm sorry I was too much of a wuss not to tell you at least over the phone or in person, but just with our distance and space. And you know me, dude. I'm just such a – I try to be so chill. I try really hard yeah, to Yeah, but be. you were probably dying on the I inside. I was dying right? on the inside. It hurt so bad because I knew it was coming. I saw she would post on um, – I think it was MySpace or Facebook or something like that. Uh-huh. Um, and I saw it. I saw it from. I knew it from the phone call, and then it just, yeah, it just ate at me. But Dude. I just texted back, you know, hey, yeah, it's all cool. I totally understand. So, like, about a year later, dude. Uh-huh. A year later, I'm in Target, and I'm headed to Ventura. I think it's Ventura, to um, to just visit my family at a timeshare, right? That they hit, a friend lended mm-hmm. my family. And so I'm getting a Bluetooth, right? And I'm looking through the electronics section, and a smell came over, over my nose, man. And like, my adrenaline just shot through me. A smell. And I look over and I see the back of this girl's head. It looks exactly like Janet. It looks exactly like her. 
and I lose all muscle control, my legs fail from underneath me, and I just, just collapse to the floor. I couldn't move. Like, I struggled to stand up. I can't imagine what the person on the security cameras were watching. Like, okay, and he's gone. Why did he, what happened to that dude? Why did he go down? And I was shaking. My hands were, I was so nervous out of nowhere because I had tried to call this girl so many times. We had uh, reconnected over another show that our friends were doing, and she was like, yeah, 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 we gotta hang out, we gotta hang out. And then after that, I went to one of her shows, and my awkward friend being third wheel like made things awkward when it could have been less awkward. I invited her to hang out and then remembered that I was going to Canada. And then, after all that, she wouldn't call me back or anything. And I see her in a Target about a year and a half, two years later. I'm still stuck on what you smelled. I smelled her. I, I could tell it was her. Oh. It was her. Well, I mean, what was it? Was it perfume? No, was it musk? Was she wearing no, like I bad think it was, deodorant? I think it was a perfume. It was a perfume that she wears. It just smelled like her. I don't know. It was mm. a, At the time, it was a beautiful smell. Don't hate. <laughs> Well, dude, you said you smelled something. I thought she had like farted, and you were, <laughs> and you like you had recognized her farts or something. Yeah, it was like <laughs> it was like a dog. <laughs> I once sniffed her, but she sniffed mine, and we knew that scent forever. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> and I, I know what you mean though. Um, it's crazy because every time I I smell certain perfumes that are that are in the air, it takes me back to one of my relationships I've been with that woman who who wore that same perfume i'm i'm getting like nervous just thinking about the idea of that i collapse in a target while smelling <laughs> now i'm like imagining the smell and it's making me nervous the fact you... that i am imagining the smell anyway so that mm. happened and so that was like number two and then there's just been uh, it's just been fail attempt after fail attempt since so that's my life so i perpetually a bachelor perpetually a wingman my question is when you found out <clears throat> that she was dating someone, how long had you guys been talking before that moment happened? We were talking too long. We hadn't seen each other. So we had been talking for, I don't know, like six to eight months. So, dude, you waited too long. I couldn't do anything. I didn't have a car. I was freaking 16. What was I supposed to do? I can't do anything. I mean, I don't know, man. We, I mean, I feel like we... <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't figure, I couldn't figure it out. I was stuck, dude. I was going to college mm -hmm. already at 15. Mm -hmm. I, I, there, 16, whatever it was, 16, 15. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I had nothing. I was doing school. I was working on trying to get paid and trying to have a relationship over the phone. It, you couldn't swing something like seeing her once every month at least on the weekend or something? I, I had nothing. I had nothing. I had no car. I had no way of getting there. Well, dude, once, my once, parents weren't going to drive me out. Once your dad, Knew you weren't gay, don't you think he would have like dropped you off at her place or something, giving you a ride somewhere, dude? He would have been I don't know, used dude, to no. do that. Nah, I think it was just so it was so awkward. It was so awkward. Mm. Like even talking to my parents about the subject was super awkward. I get and it. And there's got to be like something like I don't want to dive too much into what I like my thoughts about why it was awkward because I know uh -huh. it was awkward, but there are reasons why I believe it was awkward now, and it makes sense to me why I wouldn't ask that. All right. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, we could, we could, talk, we could, I feel like this is 
too early in the podcast session to talk about all of this stuff, but yeah, there's there's definitely more that I'm just not gonna I'm not ready to discuss because I feel like people should learn about me slowly. This is what we'll do. We'll make this into a drinking game next time. Okay. On the next podcast where we wanna delve deeper into the mind and experiences of Jonah Price, we're gonna drink so we can get him to open up, ladies and gentlemen. Drinking about doesn't make that? me open up. That doesn't do anything. What does it do then? Uh, it just, I enjoy the time that I have with my friends. That's oh, he, really, that literally he is opens it. Up. He that opens up. He opens up everyone. I, He's being modest. Mm, may, I, not, not, no, see, I don't post on social media when I drink. Like, I don't do any of that stuff. Bola so. says, Jonah, you'll find someone. There's someone <sighs> out there for you. Are we, we going to talk about this right now, Bola? <laughs> you know how annoying that is? Is someone knocking at the door? Uh, I don't know. Let me go check. Go check. Bola, let's talk about this. Someone, there's that someone out there for me, huh? There's someone I, I love talking about this because this is the most annoying thing for me. Uh huh. Is when women go, "Oh, you're so sweet. You're so kind. You're so thoughtful. Oh my gosh, you're perfect. Why are you still single? Because of people like you. That's really. <laughs> that's literally why, right? If I fall in like with someone and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you're like my best friend." That's what I get. But then they don't like you. But okay. there's, yeah, there's like. Why are they your best friend, or why do they? Why do they? I, I have no clue. You tell me why. Because I'm. I, this is what I'm told. I think you friend zone this, them too quick, man. I friend zone them. Yeah. I, I don't really friend zone too many people. I don't friend zone too many people. You give you you just you just know people way too long, and they pass that point of whatever romantic. What? Yeah, I thing don't. You wanted it happen, and you know I think part of it too is that I'm that guy. It's like I really want to know you. I want to know that we can work. Mm-hmm. Um. And <laughs> she said, "Yo, I'm trying to make you feel better." All right, all right. Let's let's. Can she just call? Bola, call in. Just why? Why aren't you calling in? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm having a hard time convincing Jonah uh, that it's basically his fault that he's single. It's all his fault. I mean, I know part of it is my fault. I mean, part of, part of it is my fault. But I, I don't just, I, maybe part of it is also I don't trust this dating world. And we're, <laughs> mm. I just don't. I don't trust millennials. I don't trust us. I really don't. I mean, think about the dating game. We now, the dating game, the tension span is that short. Uh-huh. It's so short where it's just like, I'm not that kind of person. I'm not a short term person. That's not, that's never been my life. That's yeah. never been with my friends. I've never been short term. So why, why do that just with, Thinking about a relationship. Yeah, I agree with that, man. I was just having the, a similar conversation with my uh, best friend last night over the phone. And uh, we were just talking about how we're both really picky when it comes to women. Um, and, and I'm pickier than you. Like, yeah, we've you talked are. about you this. Are, you like, are. You yeah, know yeah. I'm way pickier than you. Which is why I've only been, I would say, in really... I've only been in three solid relationships, long-term relationships. And by the uh, by the end of them all... I've created a palette of what I want and what what I what I need and what I would uh, enjoy having um, within a partner. And it's just it's it's becoming harder and harder to to find that. Um, and my my friend was agreeing with me. He was like, "Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, overall, one of the one of the big things that is a is a huge turnoff." is just the maturity level of 
of people we're trying to connect with and, and goals and motivation, people that have passions in life. And, and I think, I think that's where, where we're at right now. We we're so motivated by our goals and what we want to accomplish in life and people we're coming across with that we want to be romantic with just aren't at that same life experience level of where we're at. So, so we don't invest any time in creating those connections. And, and I also think it's for me personally, it's very, very rare to find someone that is around my age that just vibes on the same level that I do. Mm-hmm. Because I've always been an old soul. I think I haven't found someone that understands where I'm coming from. Because even as a kid, I had to invest in things. Like I stopped playing basketball. I could have played one more year of basketball and then switched over to soccer if I wanted to. But I decided to play soccer at 12 years old, not because I was better at it, not because it was more fun to me. It was because I found it as an investment in myself. I was like, if I play soccer, my older brother's playing club soccer, I could learn from his team as well as his coaches as well as I could learn from my coaches and I could grow more than if I played basketball and tried to learn everything on my own. Does that make sense? So I think just I've always been at this weird level of it just a different area in life because I'm always forward thinking and then people there comes a time where people are just like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this now and this is my life right now. And I just can't do that. I'm just not wired that way. It's never been me. Um, yeah, I mean, going along with that, I kind of want to amend what I said just a few seconds ago in that yeah, my response was was just geared towards what I'm not receiving from other people. But also going along with what you just said, I think a lot of it has to do to where of where we're at in our lives. It seems like my goals and your goals are way more important than than experiencing a relationship right now. So it definitely has a lot to do with me. It has a lot to do with with where you're at. It has a lot to do with where my friend my friend is at. And basically, I've come to terms with letting go and just uh, you know what, having fun, man. That's all. That's all I'm doing is, is is I'm I'm having fun, and I have so much on my plate as far as what I want to do with my time and priorities. So if I don't see any return, just like you said, I'm not gonna invest time in it. Like, I'm, I think part of it is that I'm a direct guy. Mm-hmm. I don't like BS. Mm-hmm. So don't BS me and be like, oh, yeah, you're going to find someone probably short of me. To be. I mean, anyone can say that because almost anyone's always right, right? Like, if I do find someone, then that person's right. If I don't for the rest of my life, that's going to take a longer time to prove. I'd have to die before it's proven. You know, (laughs) so you're giving me, I mean, that's kind of like, in a sense, false hope. Like, oh, yeah, you're going to find someone. And then, I mean, I get someone encouraging, but I don't take BS. Mm -hmm. Like, let's be realistic about this. I'm 25. Yeah, I can find someone. My thoughts is, this is a chance, this is what I think the chances are. If I do find someone, they're probably going to be younger, just because that seems to be who I've attracted all my life. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just a thought. I don't know. I don't, I'm open to people that are older it's not like i'm not set on that it doesn't matter but um i do think that by saying especially to a guy that is a nice guy mm-hmm. like hey you're gonna find someone you know like how many times that guy's heard that and how many girls have passed him up for a douchebag 
so many times. I mean, and, it, and it's already frustrating to watch as a nice guy. Um, not, not because... <laughs> Not because you're like, oh, well, they should be with me. It's more so like, that's my friend, and now they're dating a douchebag, and we talked about, like, being friends, and now what am I supposed to do? Now this is awkward. I, I don't want to hang out with your douchebag boyfriend because he's a jerk to me, and I don't really want to deal with that. But then, it, like, like, it always feels like you're always a step behind, and you're always wrong. That's what it feels like. Now, I'm not saying feelings are a good, safe guide to action, and you'll hear me say that a lot, but that doesn't change the feeling. So that's obviously discouraging you, huh? It's a, it's discouraging you, and it's keeping you away from trying it, from exploring it, from exploring relationships. I mean, here, 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 here's the better option for, for me, just personally. Uh-huh. If there's someone that likes me, you need to tell me straight out. Like, and then I can decide from there if we're going to move forward with that or not. That's the kind of guy I am. Now, if I like you, I'm going to tell you directly that I like you. That's how I do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to be shy from that. But at the same time, I also feel like everyone deserves to know. Just get it out there. I don't understand what, what – here, what is this? Let me, let me ask you this, Carlos, because I never got this. What is the fear of being rejected? What is the fear of being rejected? Uh, when I was younger, I definitely had that fear. Um, but I would say I, I definitely I'm, I'm not I'm not afraid of being rejected anymore. Um, but like that seemed I get that a lot. Oh, girls don't want to talk to a guy because they're afraid of getting rejected. And it's like, what? Why? Why is that? Why is that a fear? I don't understand what the fear is. Maybe I'm over it. Maybe I'm, I mean, I'm so I, jaded to the whole thing that yeah. I don't even care. When I was younger, I was definitely afraid of uh, just kind of, yeah. Okay, so you know, when something uh, bad happens to us, we search for answers when we don't have closure and we're, we're, going, we're constantly racing in our minds, trying to piece together what was it that didn't turn out right? What could have what could have I done better or what did I do to cause this thing to just go awry? And we, our minds are our worst enemy, right? We start making up scenarios in our head and they're nightmare scenarios. And so for example, you know, when I was younger, I, I was definitely afraid to, to ask girls out just because I would be afraid of them saying no. And not just that, but I would take it to the next level of, well, did they say no? Because, I'm ugly. Does my breath stink? Am I too short? And do they not like brown boys? Like, what is it? You know, is it? Is it? It's not the same now, though. It's not, it's not the same now. What, no. Do you, Do you have a fear of rejection now? Because I feel like, for me personally, yeah, more than a fear of rejection, I have, I have a fear of the I don't know maybe sort of kinda. No, I have a different fear. Like that's annoying to me. It's my, like, what am I supposed to do at that point? If you say sort of, kind of, maybe I kind of like you, not really, sort of, maybe, kind of thinking about it. What is that? Well, that ju- that just sounds like it's a lack of communication. I don't know what that, I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm supposed to do at that point. Yeah, that's that's indecisiveness, and I I don't I don't like indecisiveness either. I okay. like people that are that, that are assertive and they, they they know what they want. Right. Because I know what I want. Okay, so then what are you fear fearful of? What, what, what I'm afraid of, uh, I'm I'm afraid of people leaving me. I'm afraid of people breaking my trust. I'm afraid of people lying to me. I'm afraid of giving my all to someone, and 
um, this is something I've always struggled with is every time I'm in a serious relationship, I always give 200% to that relationship. Um, and I did it at an unhealthy point where I expected that same 200% to be reciprocated back to me. And that was the problem is that I had that expectancy, right? And I've definitely learned from that. And I, I know, I know how to better navigate that now, but I'm just that person. I'm a very selfless person. And even though maybe I don't expect as much it where I'm at now in, in my life, I just know that because I have certain expectations, I will always be let down. This is what happens when you set expectations from four people. You know, people people aren't always going to meet your specific expectations because they're your expectation. Not you're not there. It's not their expectations. So that's where that's that's where my faults are at, and I understand that. But that's what I'm afraid of, man. I'm I'm afraid. I'm afraid of people letting me down because I I just I become so vulnerable. Yeah. I think I think what's helped helped me with that portion of uh, the fear that I I I have fear of that too um, is the fact that I'm just open with so many people, and so I feel like a lot of my friends they have a hard time learning more about me. Maybe that's what it is too, with the whole like dating scene is that I'm super open with everybody with who I am and what I'm about. That people just like oh well I don't have anything else to learn about you or they feel that way because I'm so open and they think like oh well everybody knows you really well and um I but I do honestly think it's been recently where even with my close friends it's been there's been a better communication and we've been able to open up more oh wait 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 we just got a uh we, we just got a comment here communication is key Relationships requires a level of vulnerability. If done right, that can induce a level of fear because you're putting yourself in a position. Oh, because you're putting yourself in a position to be hurt. Took me a long time, and I'm still working on that. To be mindful and this, I mean, mindful of this and be vulnerable. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the the helpful hint. I do think that is. That is something really key in relationships when I am wingmanning or I am uh, talking to my friends about um, their relationships and they're asking me questions, which is funny because I'm just an outside perspective that has, I guess, a lot of experience counseling people on relationships um, just from a, a non-professional standpoint. Um, so this is not professional help. Understand that I do not have a degree in psychology. I'm not a counselor or yeah so my experience has been through other people that a lot of people just don't know how to communicate correctly with their partner and there's always someone that's more mindful than the other person in a relationship there's always there's always someone that's more mindful and the more mindful person ends up leaving the relationship usually or gets really hurt or gets hurt worse than the other person so it's either they leave the. Re this is just my experience. I'm not saying this is for everyone, but um. And you're and you're saying you're you're giving an example of relationships that go that end up breaking up. That end up breaking up. Breaking up. Apart. The the trends yeah. of my friends that I've worked with seem to be usually someone's either more mindful or hurt more from the breakup, but at the heart of it, people just want the same thing. 
right? They all want the same goal. They want to have a good relationship. Um, and so it's all about the communication and execution. Man, it's been, it's been tough. Uh, and to, to, to give like a more, a more recent example, all of the women that I've cared about, I've loved, that I've had anything serious with in my life is either married, pregnant, with a baby, or engaged to be married. Um, and that is always just funky to think about, especially with, with, with social media around and, you know, being connected with them on there and seeing, seeing all these, you know, happy, happy ladies with their, with their new partners and with flashy diamond rings on and having babies and all this, man, it's mind blowing. It's, it makes me feel like I'm living a different life. Like what we had was just erased from, from everything. Um, and it's and it's so weird because one relationship I could think of recently, it was an on, on and off relationship with this girl, and it was on and off because she, it was long distance, and it, it was really complicated. But uh, we, it, it was a fairy tale meeting, and we loved each other very much. Uh, we spent time when we could. Um, she was actually in the air force, so. Um, there was a lot of things that we didn't agree on, but there was also a lot of things that that made us compatible, and I really enjoyed her time, and I, I, she really enjoyed mine too, and it, it, it was awesome. It was magic every time we were together. Yeah, so we got another comment on our Facebook Live. Uh -huh. um, it says, by Ace, he goes, relationships, in my opinion, are a sacrifice, are sacrificial daily discipline, which is a lot harder than pop media portrayal trails so um and i do agree with that i do think that it's it is a lot harder and that's also something that i'm like trying to i think figure out as well yeah find someone that it's not gonna be i i i totally i totally believe in that and compared to the hot like by no even though i am a romantic by no means am i looking for that hollywood fairy tale ending i am totally looking for that hollywood fairy tale <laughs> ending on contrary to carlos if i could have a fairy tale ending hollywood style i'm going for it well, the thing is the thing is for me man like i have sacrificed so much and i've i've been let down every time um and, and i'm definitely not shaded by it i'm just i am just now treading more carefully do we have oh, a caller we've got a caller and uh, who's this Hey. Hello, hello. Who's this? Who's this caller? Do you know who the, you know who this is, Carlos? Is this Bola? Yes. Hello, Bola. What Finally, is what's up? up, Bola? Yeah, um, okay. Let me just first say this. Jonah, what? Okay. When I said that you'll find someone, I was. I said that genuinely. I wasn't trying to rub you the wrong way. I wasn't trying to pity you. I was empathizing with you because I've kind of been there. I've kind of been there. I've liked like someone but i never really done anything about it and then like seven minutes before i know it they're dating someone else and even like when i was in like junior college there was like a couple of guys that i did kind of have a crush on but they were already taken so i couldn't really do anything about it i was still like friends with them but still it's like they're just so like yeah i was yeah well i appreciate that i mean i do <sighs> okay in some senses i do appreciate that people are trying to make me feel better I do appreciate that. It's just, it, I think it's hard when you've heard it so much. I mean, I've been single for 25 years. Okay. So I think that... It, I've been single for 28 years, dude. So I've been, been single for like 28 years? Wow. wow. I got beat. You know what? I have she nothing to beat say. You. Yeah, man. You had literally have nothing to argue with Bola. Oh, dang, Bola. I'm sorry. 
I feel like. Yeah. I, I feel like honestly. No, no, I understand. I, no, I understand where you're coming from. I understand where you're coming from. I think like. So just at first, okay, so like, I have to I ask you this then, I, since you've been single for twenty eight years, wh- why? What makes you choose to be single? Well, it's just because, like I said, I'm from a very, yes, I'm from a very strong like African family, where they, where for us, it's like focus on your education first. I have friends from since high school. Some of my friends kind of like. Yeah, they are now like either married or having a baby or are dating someone. So it's like I'm wondering, like, what's going on with me? Like, why am I like this? So it's like for me, I'm just a little confused with myself. I'm like, what's going on? Is it me? So have you have you ever had someone have a crush on you that you were kind of into? Or maybe not. Maybe I don't know. has there been someone that that did dig you, Bola, but maybe you didn't you didn't dig them in the same way? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention mm-hmm. because like sometimes well so sometimes I'm either hit on by like some weird like some just random guys and I'm like, okay, like I'm like a little uncomfortable, like, okay, stay away. And there are times that I really don't know if it's like genuine or if it's just like or the friends. I mean, I know I had a friend that did when first night he just told me like genuinely that I was beautiful. And I thought, okay, that was like really nice, but it's like I didn't know what to do about it. I don't know if he was being it's like I d I don't know if he was just trying to like get at me or he was or he really genuinely said it. But like as we kinda like became like just just like cool homies. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It's like I'm kind of thinking maybe, yeah, maybe it was genuine. All right, so you know, being being the wingman that I am, this is, this is my thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you want? What do you want out of a relationship? Because I feel like a lot of people don't know what they want, and they just want one, and they don't know exactly how to get get one. But I feel like if we know what we want, we can get there a lot sooner. To be honest with you, I don't really know. I really don't know what I want. One thing I want for sure, I just don't want to settle. I don't want to settle for anything less. That's, I think that's the one thing for me. But on the other than that, I really don't know. So you're picky too, huh, Bola? You, de- you definitely know what you're looking for. You definitely know what you want. Yeah. But I guess I am. I guess I'm pretty picky. Because it's just... I think it's just how my family, I was raised by my family, because you know how to say it takes a village to raise a child. Mm-hmm. And like my family around me, my cousins, my aunties, they all have high standards, not just with just with everything in their life, like their jobs, like doing certain things. They, they don't want to settle for less. They always want to like achieve, do the best they can, mm-hmm. but not settle for less. And I've just been, and even my mom, she goes, even in terms of like jobs, she wants me to like, because now that I have, since I have a degree, it's like I should be looking for jobs that pay more than like fourteen or fifteen dollars an hour. So like this, like that kind of thing. It's just like I'm pretty picky. Very, I'm just picky about that, and also just being raised in my family. Yeah, Bola, and I think I think that's a great thing. You know, don't just because you haven't had a serious relationship yet, and. Um, you know, maybe maybe that's something you're you're definitely looking forward to and, and having. 
don't don't mm-hmm. take it as a reflection of yourself because that's where I struggled for the longest time as well. Not saying that that's what you're going through, but if I were to mm-hmm. give if I were to give my advice to anyone and to anyone listening out there too is that if you're if you feel like you're going through this period of ah oh, man like people must not like me like what do I need to do? That's when I feel we start getting into into problems of. Oh, you mean you see all these people doing plastic surgery because and not just because of relationships. Right. But yeah. be, but because of because yeah. because they're changing themselves of what society thinks they need to be like to better themselves. So that's what I'm being yeah. careful about. This is what I want to tell you uh, is that it seems like you're a really strong woman. The f- first thing that is you've been single for 28 years. That's that's props to you. First all my, of all. all my life. That's like that's like all my life. Same, same. So uh, I, I really do think that you're <laughs> you're a strong woman, and also I think what you what will happen for you is when you find what you want. Yeah. When you find what you need as a person, because you are very independent, then you'll be able to find what you want in a relationship as well. That's when I think that's Dude. really what you're waiting for at this point. Dude, you just oh my god, you just got that to the T. That's pretty much it. I mean, it's like, that's it. Yo, dude, you're good at this. You are. <laughs> you are. So I would hope so by now. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even joking. Uh, but I really do think that mm-hmm. you are very independent. And that also, I do think, intimidates guys. So it's going to be you. You're, you're going to make the decisions on what your relationship's going to be. And that is something yeah. to be very proud about. Cool, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Jonah and Carlos. Do I think why I said in the first basic message that you are such a homeless romantic is because, like, since I met you, you've just been have you have such a likable personality, and even like I'm just around you, just just kind of like seeing your personality as much, I can tell that you're very like you're focused, but yet when it comes to love, you're like comes to like a relationship, you really want to like. You want you want to give it your all, it, and that's like even with our even our acting classes, you always gave it your all. Can can can, can I can I so say far. something? I feel like I feel like I got Carlos pinned right now. <laughs> I feel like by talking to you, I just got Carlos pinned. <laughs> I feel like this. I feel like so. So here's my thing. Like I don't oh, I don't give no. enough. Of, Bolo, what did you open up here? So, so correct me if I'm wrong, Carlos. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it does it seem oh like God, no, 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 no. Forget it. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. No, no, no. No, no. I think I think you're on some. No, no, no. You're not putting. I'm not putting on. No, no, no. I'm not putting Carlos on black. Hang up, Bola. Hang up. Hang up. Leave now. Leave now. Save me, Bola. Save me. No, no. I think we're opening up something a bigger topic here, though. I really do. I think we're opening a bigger topic because we. Carlos has even said already, like he feels like he's just opened himself up so much and has failed. And my thing is, I don't feel like, even though I feel like I'm super open, no one really knows me, right? So we're on opposite sides of the yeah, spectrum on that, exactly, right? Exactly. I don't let exactly. anyone know. I don't let exactly. anyone know me. So, but it seems like this is this is Carlos's problem because I get I get a lot of interest. Definitely get a lot of interest, but I kind of just yeah. like I I kind of veer off and you know and do my own thing still. What it sounds like, Carlos, do you just give it your two hundred percent without consent? Are you going? Are you going the full hundred, like in Hitch, when you're supposed to only go ninety and let them come ten? 
Oh, oh no. No, 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 no. So, Bola. Okay. Bola no, you know Bola, what? I'll, Bola? I'll, I'll let Bola answer. Go ahead, Bola. What do you think, Bola? Save me. I just, no. Well, I don't really know much about Carlos' relationship other than, like, this certain one. I'm not going to say it because I'm not because I'm more out of respect for Carlos. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because I already kind of messed up right now as it is. No, you're but, okay. Yeah, you're, 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 you're okay, Bola. You're okay, Bola. Keep going. Keep going. I'm okay. I already messed up as it is. But from what I'm seeing, like, as a classmate and a fellow actor, I see, like, Carlos is so, like, 100% with every single role he's done. And even when our, like, class assignments, he's always, one, like, always over 100%. So, like, I think that's, like, and so in relationships, you can be 100%, but, like, you can be very open, but sometimes you can't, I guess sometimes you can't, like, you don't really know someone. Because I know, like, like, some friends that are, like, very, like, open with me, but, like, I don't really know them, know them. Yeah, yeah, Bola, and 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 uh, thank you, thank you for giving your your two cents on that. I want to enter in on here, right, real quick, okay? Because it seems Go like ahead. I get, I get, I get the whole like not trying to out Carlos. I get it, and I think, see, I think Carlos is a really nice guy, but he really, really tries super hard to like when he when he loves someone or he's very passionate so he just goes all the way with his passion he doesn't like he doesn't pull it back he doesn't reel it in and i feel like maybe maybe that's what's happening is he's giving all of his passion he's showing all of his passion and it's being misinterpreted so like we all we all know what it means we know we can take cuz we're just his mm -hmm. friends and we're sitting on the sideline listening to it but maybe yeah. the relationship is going too far too fast in an emotional sense. It's way emotional, Carlos. And that's where your your passion is just overflowing and people aren't ready for it. That makes sense. Because Tauruses, from what I read, Tauruses, when it, when it comes to love, they go in hard, they go in deep. Mm -hmm. And also when it comes to like, and also when it comes to just their personalities, they don't BS. You don't, B, you don't take BS, you don't BS. So with... And you just go in. You just go. You take the bull by the horn. Mm -hmm, so you're. Mm -hmm. So that's why. That explains why you're. You go in hard. You go in deep. I think that's probably why. So it's just your personality, though. But I understand. Uh, see, though. I totally. That's just me. I that's totally me. agree with you. And um, we actually have to get to another caller right now. But we really appreciate no problem, you no calling. And Bola, you're absolutely no right. You 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 absolutely nailed me on that one. We'll we'll talk to you again. We'll have another podcast, and I'd love for you to call again. But thank you so no much problem. for calling in right now, Bola. Take care, y'all. You're spectacular. Bye, bye, Carlos. Bye. Oh man. So we have a, we have another caller, Carlos? Yeah, we have another caller. This is uh this is my best friend and he he knows me best than oh, any gosh. other person on the planet and I and I kinda wanna get to the bottom of who I am when it comes to relationships. Sebastian, you are on the line, brother. Can you hear me? I'm here, brother. Hey, so not only is Sebastian one of your best friends in on the line, he is well, also not, not not only on the line, but also in life. In in life. Well played, sir. He's also the one starting a podcast hey. with you, right? That's right. That's right. All right so I just want to do a quick plug right there. So be aware of that. Um, but you know Carlos the best. And you heard what I was saying about Carlos being overpassionate and just people not really consenting to it and him just giving his all and then kind of just having to take it. Jonah. Hi, Jonah. First of all, you're the man. I like your energy. Very positive. Thanks, man. I appreciate and, it. And I like what and and I like what you said about the whole '90s 
and then waiting to get the 10. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. And, then I, and I noticed, and I noticed Carlos was like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I don't know about I that. I was, I was. Well, it was, I, hey, I, hey. I said that because, because it was the whole consent thing like that. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I, the whole the whole two hundred percent always comes in when I know that the the my partner is already invested. No, and no, is, no, 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 no. Let's is, let's, let's talk interested. about this, Sebastian. Let's talk about this. He goes two hundred percent when he thinks the other person's okay with that, but they don't know what they're ever getting into. They don't know what his two hundred percent is, <laughs> and then they find out, and it's like, oh no, what what is this? I'm scared. Go ahead, Sebastian. We'll it, let you, it's just, you know what? Like I, I would say, like with with Carlos, and I feel like the same thing happens to me. And what's interesting is we were just talking about this. <laughs> yesterday. We were, we were just talking about this yesterday. We were just talking, and, and and the reason why we were talking about it was because I I had to reach out to Carlos, and I was like, Carlos, dude, am I am I impatient? Am I am I do I give it too much? And then I'm, I'm I don't just wait for it to come back my way. Um, and, and, and when you said that, you know, the 90 versus 10, and then you put in Carlos in the corner, and Carlos was like, wait, hold up, that's not me at all. I, I'm not going to lie, though. It kind of, For me, it, it kind of struck a chord because I was like, wait, maybe, maybe like, the thing is, like, me and Carlos, we like to be in the moment, completely present, and give, a, give ourselves completely to that time and space. I know. You know what I mean? I know exactly and what I you're saying. I just think that it's very different. I think it's very difficult for people to do that nowadays because they're, they're thinking about the past. They're thinking about the future. And so parts of them aren't there. Parts of them are like, like you want to say 10% is in the past, you know what I'm saying? 80% is in the present and the other 10 is in the future. And, and really there's, there's not that, that moment where that person really giving them themselves to, to that now. You know what also, and Sebastian? I think me and I... Carlos are so... Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, on top of that, because I think what you're, you're on such a good track is not only that, is that people in the millennial generation, everything's disposable, even you. Mm-hmm. Women, for That's me, for me, like, I'm a nice guy, right? But they see it as a long-term thing. They don't see it as, oh, you're a disposable camera. No, you're a digital camera that I'm going to invest in. You're not no DSLR. You're a camcorder. You're the red, you know? Like, I don't need that right now. That's not what I want in my life because you're looking for a commitment, right? And so I, get, I know I get that because that's the vibe I give off straight away. I ain't, I'm not I'm not giving off the oh yeah well I could be fun I never give off that vibe ever I'm never giving off that vibe so <laughs> is this Jonah talking that that, that is yeah I, yeah me and Carlos do have okay, I noticed sorry. we have Sometimes a similar I voice confused. we do have kind of a similar voice over the <laughs> but when I, you, when I was I was listening to the other podcast like earlier today because Carlos shared it with me about the Me Too thing and I was like listening to the intro and I was like wow Carlos sounds really bubbly and then I was like wait it's Jonah and then Carlos <laughs> came on. <laughs> I think but, you, I think no, you, but you guys both have like such, such a high light spirit i love it um <laughs> but but i hear you so it's like it's like they, they think of you as a as a long-term camera and what they just want a disposable camera just for the fun and they don't really get to realize that wait this digital camera can also provide that same exact kind of fun and intensity that i may be looking for just for uh the time being you know what i, I mean? mean i honestly believe going on? i honestly believe that man because i even I even took a girl all the way down to LA. We had a great time. And she told me she was confused after I paid for everything. 
and she already what was so knew. Confusing about you giving your all. <laughs> I, I know, right? Like I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a hopeless romantic. So like, I honestly do not think people think that far ahead. Right. No, you're, you're, you're right. You know, and it has to do with being in the now too. And I, I don't think it's necessarily like to put fault on either the woman or yourself, but it's just like I think that, I think that, I think first there needs to be awareness about it. But first Sebastian, all, must be the honest. The woman and the man have to have awareness about it, and and then from there. It could be worked on, but at least it needs to be some kind of conscious effort to say, hey, we're not being in the now right now. Let's try to focus on that versus thinking about anything else. But let's be honest, Sebastian, it wasn't my fault. No, I'm just <laughs> wait, wait. I, I know. No, I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally yeah. joking. I'm totally joking. But um, yeah, I mean, I think there is I think there is a lot that we as millennials take for granted and in, in relationships specifically i gotta i I gotta, I gotta interrupt real quick and i just gotta i am so in the moment that i do give that 200 percent, or it comes off as 200 percent because i am in the moment that i just don't get that reciprocation and so i move on as fast as possible trying to find that right trying to find that freeness in the moment you just want to find somebody as free as you who's not as who's not worried. And the people worry too much. And it's like we are so worryless that we're just like, here, moment, take me. You kind of just fall in, you fly, you like belly flop into the moment. I like that because, you know, I think, I mean, I really think you're right. This is what I say. I, th- I say guys need three things. Got simple guys only need three things. Complicated guys are idiots and need so much more. But simple guys need three things. And that is... To be loved, to protect, and to provide. That's it. Everything else that they need falls under those things. And women, on the other hand, now I'm not, again, I'm not hating women. I I think this is a very generalization and this is not every woman. But women want one thing. Everything. And that's how I describe it because... (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I don't mean to laugh, but that's that's pretty good. That's, that's, that's good. That's a good comment. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We'll continue, my I, friend. I'd I'd like to amend that by saying that women deserve everything. They're I not, just I just offended so many people, right? You that's, did. You I did. totally did. No, you didn't. No, 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 no. Not at all. I don't think what you said was wrong at all. That's not. That's not. That's, there's nothing wrong with saying that. And the fact is that Carlos is very much like I think he's helping you clear that that thought by saying you know. They they do deserve everything, but like we, I think I think um, I think they mean it in a sense that you know, as men, we we have to recognize that you know, at times we have to have we have to have a balance between our masculine and our feminine energies, right? So it's like sometimes we have to be the, the caretaker and the giver. But to, to the Carlos's point, and to your point, it's like sometimes they want to be the the person in control. And I think that um, I read somewhere that that um, that men tend to want basically a woman who they can kind of cuddle up to and almost like, and ha- have them be that, that, that strong figure sometimes. Like for ma- imagine like having a long day at work and then you get home, you get home to your mommy, your little mama, Sita, and, and you just want to curl up in a ball sometimes. And women tend to actually enjoy that power that they have over that man. It doesn't necessarily mean it's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to whip you and you're my slave. You got to do this, that, and the other. But it's like, they like to have that power, the power of like, this, this guy needs me, and I think I think that's what maybe you guys are kind of getting at when it comes to like balancing those powers out. 
right. wanting everything per se. And, and it, how, how Carlos says it in quotations, everything. Can you just be another member of Mindful Meets Messy? <laughs> just, just join us. Me, me, messy part two. Messy part two. Get me in there. Um, yeah, I'll, be, it, I'll be the messier. Mindful meets messy and messier. <laughs> messier, I like that. I like. I that. mean, I think that's. I think you're hitting on something there. And I mean, I, I'm not, my my phrase isn't to offend anyone. I'm I'm saying that there's right. so many things that also women have not had in forever that they are now fighting to get. Most guys just want to provide, be loved, and protect. That's it, and they will be fulfilled. That will fulfill yeah. them. Um, having careers doesn't really at, at the heart of things doesn't matter as long as they can fill those things if they're being provided for from their career and they you know they, they can feel fulfilled in that they will do it um, as long as they have a woman that's going to support them and that's what I think it really comes down to is people not knowing how to support each other sure 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 I can see that being the case totally and that, I think that's where, that's where uh, that awareness comes from it's just like into at least having that mindfulness <laughs> where you 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 understand where you're at and it's like we have to support each other better or at least at least know that that support needs to be there and if it's not there you know click back into the hey be mindful about how we we got to be there to, to lean on each other uh with one another thank you guys so much yeah I'll, totally totally man I'd love, to, I'd love to share that for the next uh, for the next chat. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. And yeah, we appreciate it, Sebastian. It's all good, guys. You guys have fun. I love what you guys are doing. All Thank right, you, brother. Care. Talk to you soon. All right, man. I think that's it. This has been Mindful Meets Messy. I'm Jonah Price. I'm Carlos Mendoza. And we're out of here. Deuces. Deuces.